1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, April 8th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, aka the best baby blues in San Francisco, aka the verified one at Tim Getty's. I
0: got a promotion.
1: I feel good. I haven't seen Cool Greg in a long time. I can't verify his eyes. That's fair. You know, I can't verify how good his eyes look. I saw him once, uh, and that was it during this whole Mm -hmm. pandemic. I can't check on it. How are you this fine Thursday morning, Timothy? I
0: cannot explain to you how good I'm doing, Greg Miller. Ooh. I accomplished something last night that I never thought I would do. I never thought could be done. And that has made a huge step forward in my Platinuming of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake.
1: Now you have my attention. Yes, yes. sir. What, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought it was gonna be about you jogging or going to start no, Yes, tell me. No,
0: no, 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 no. It is, uh, I am officially Starbucks. one trophy away from Platinuming Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Uh. It is an inevitability that this will happen now at some point. What do you wear on out? On so. It's just grinding. It's just grinding. It's just playing a lot. I'm at level 76, and I just got to get up to level 100. It's a bullshit-ass platinum. It's a dumb ass trophy. They should have not had this at all. There's a shit ton of challenges in the game, and even if you do all the challenges, you still don't get to level 100. There's going to be a bunch of dumb shit I have to do to just kind of, like uh grind and farm experience in a way that is not fun at all sure but
1: that's platinum that's platinum chasing exactly well, exactly yes, yes, exactly yes.
0: and that's my thing is greg i i am not this platinum changer chaser i i usually i only platinum the games that are like really speaking to me and so far it's like four platinums sure. Chad's all of them throw on, up on the I easy th- side yeah of course on the easy side yeah. this is my first one that i'm actually proud of where this i'm is like the one I, you're working
1: on this is i a, did this something is greg
0: miller couldn't get this platinum you okay. get what i'm saying
1: come on now let's not, yeah, let's not and get it's it's because
0: of it. it's because of a couple specific trophies but one that I got last night is uh t- without going too far down this rabbit hole of explaining uh-huh. all this Greg one of the trophies is to do all the hard get theirs every level all 19 levels in the game have a certain set of gaps and combos that they want you to do in one in one combo Uh, to be able to, to check that off and they're all impossibly hard. They are all expert level. And some of them, there's about three of them that are just like, you're going to play this a hundred times. It's going to take you hours. And then hopefully you'll just get lucky enough that you get it. And I've just been slowly banging them out over the last couple of weeks. And I went from having none and being like, there's no way I can accomplish this, it's not going to happen to then just, oh shit. One night I did three of them. One night I did two, one night I did zero. One night I did one, just kept going, kept going. I got to the final three, shape damage, and Greg. Yeah, they were the hard ones. I lucked the fuck out. One of them took me three tries, got uh-huh. it. One of them took me about twenty, but I did it. Got it. My last one, first try, bull ring, the oh, hardest one, come on now. the hardest come one. On now. My first fucking try, I lucked the hell out. I can't believe it, but I'm feeling good, Greg. I'm, I'm feeling proud damn,
1: of damn good. I'm proud of you. I'm very honored to be part of this moment with you. I can't wait to see you do this. But here's the thing. Kevin, throw it back up. You got to unprivatize your trophies. Never. What are you hiding? You what are you hiding?
0: Assholes out there will never see me. It is my private decisions to share what I want to share and not share what I don't want to share. I don't want you to know in the games I'm playing. I don't want you to know that I've been playing the Mean Girls game on DS. You should Why? definitely go should watch the Bob Duncan video on YouTube because it's awesome. Lost Girl Game Documentary.
1: Tim, there's nothing to hide. Don't worry. There's plenty of other reasons the oh. assholes on the internet can come for you and me. Your trophies are the least of your concerns. Y'all don't know. You Here's what I want. That, you don't know I my lo- secrets, huh? You don't know my secrets. I know, but I I, that's lying. the thing. Is at least I want to know your secrets. So why don't maybe you... I didn't
0: get the I'll get there, in Tony Hawk. Maybe I'm making up this whole story. I know, and, to that's make think verify, and that's the thing. We can't verify. And That's the thing. I
1: want to be in your corner. I want to be behind oh. you. But you could be trying to pull. A wicked little game here like Blessing at AOEA Jr. was when he was hiding his trophies for no reason. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's time for you what to was, do what, what Blessing did. What he was, was what? Trying to play. What was the game that, that uh, he was trying to play with us? Wicked. Bless. Wicked games. Yeah, he's playing wicked games with us. Yeah, Wiki but like what, what, what Wicked games. Like what, was he hiding anything? You know like what, he? I'm not here. I'm not I'm not on trial this time, Kevin. All right, we're talking about Tim right now. We're trying to okay. get Tim right. to sure uh, Tim? do the right thing, turn on his PlayStation Five during this very episode of Kinda of Funny Games Daily. Unprivatized your trophies. It ain't gonna what happen What are you hiding? It ain't gonna happen. What are never. you hiding? It'll never happen. I do not like the fidget spinner. <laughs> I do not like that. That's how he's ending conversations now. But enough of that, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about if Kojima and Xbox are about to partner up. Uh, what about these free legendaries you're going to be getting in Outriders? And are you ever going to play Deathloop? We'll tackle all these questions and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames on patreon.com. Slash kind of funny games. You can ask us questions. You can write in with your squad up request, You can get the show ad-free. You can get the show with the post show we do each and every weekday, all on patreon.com slash kinda funny games and a bunch of other benefits and things you can get in shows exclusive. You know how it is. However, if you got no bucks toss our way, it's no big deal. You can watch us record the show live on twitch.tv/slash kinda funny games, just like Sean matches is foodie and no foodie and fit uh, and still chewy are Uh, of course if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games consider subscribing to the channel at least follow it you know click the bell and all that jazz Uh, and of course keep us honest if you hear us say something wrong you can go to you yeah no that's not right you can go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday where's my thor hammer oh there it is any bigger would have bit me but i hit it with the back to the future car instead <laughs> uh housekeeping for you the greatest episode of the kind of funny podcast is now live you can come listen to kangaroo jacks jerry o'connell scream at us from a public park on youtube.com slash kind of funny podcast services around the globe have you recovered from the highest energy podcast we've ever had tim
0: it It undeniably uh, felt like a fever dream where I woke up this morning and I had to pull it up on YouTube to make sure that not only did it exist, not only was Jerry O'Connell actually on the Kind of Funny podcast, but he was actually in a public park uh, and he was actually as insane as he was. There's an infectious energy. So many questions were answered on yesterday's podcast that I was afraid to ask, but I'm happy that it's real. I'm happy it exists, and I'm happy that people can go to YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny to watch it right now.
1: It is our finest work and I was happy to see other people tweeting what I was thinking that if you've never listened to a kind of funny podcast before, even if you're lapsed and whatever, you haven't picked up one. This is a perfect jumping on point of just, I think it's like I've, we've never, and this isn't even trying to sell you on the Patreon version, but we've never had a post show where we say goodbye to the guests and we sit there and we like literally catch our breath. Like, it was just like, we just oh, got yeah. off of a train. We just oh, like, yeah. what the hell just happened? What just went to? I mean, the fact that he opens with the story of Rebecca Romaine throwing his Xbox into the front yard, that's all you need to know. That's all you need yeah. to know. That's it. Uh, of course, uh, while you're over on YouTube.com slash kind of funny, why don't you check out our CBS crank call? Uh, me, Andy, and Nick got together one more time to do another little goofy video that's only available on YouTube.com slash kind of funny. Big fan uh, of that one. Yeah, did you like that one? Oh,
0: yeah. Thumbnail jokes. Very funny.
1: Always funny. Uh, Thank you to our Patreon producers at DeNano Biologist, a.k.a. Mick, Tom Bach, Trent Berry, and Blackjack. Today, we're brought to you by Honey and Fixture Gaming, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. (laughs) time for some news. (laughs) we got 5 items on the rope report uh bakers dozen number one tim geddes is a Hideo Kojima a.k.a. Kojima productions an XBOX deal incoming
0: Dude, start- I am so happy that I'm on this episode with you. This, this just looked every once in a while. I see news pop in and I'm like, oh, I'm so jealous. I'm not going to be on that
1: episode. This episode, I get to be with Greg to talk about this. Hell yeah. Kevin, let's start with this Xbox Kojima story at a very unlikely place. We'll start on the PlayStation YouTube channel. Can you please play the video? I have linked you here as I read this story from Jordan Olimon at IGN.com. The game director of the PlayStation 5 exclusive Abandon has responded to rumors about the game being a Wait, secret Hideo Kojima project. No audio or not. No. And teased that it will receive a demo and a potential closed alpha test. Released earlier this week, Abandon Oh, Revealed, I'm sorry, earlier this week in the video you're watching right now if you're watching the uh, YouTube version of Kinda Funny Games Daily. Abandon is a cinematic first-person horror survival shooter with realistic visuals pegged to launch in Q4 2021. Developer Bluebox Game Studios has a quiet social media presence, a fairly unknown history, and released a pt trailer, all of which led some fans to believe that it was actually a front for a new Kojima Productions project. The studio, studio sorry, quickly issued an official response to the rumors on the company website. Quote, we have no association with Hideo Kojima, nor do we claim to have any association, nor was it our intention to claim such a statement. We are a small group of developers working on a passionate title we wanted to work on for a long time. End quote. In an interview with IGN, Blue Box Game Studios director, Hassan Karaman, uh, spoke in more detail about the rumors. Quote, it wasn't fun, but it did make me laugh. Uh, There's more here, obviously. I'm taking from Jordan's article, but pulling out the parts we need for our story here. Many took the unknown nature of Blue Box to mean something similar was happening now, because of course they just ran through the fact that Blue Box doesn't have a real social media presence yet. Back to here. Uh, Hassan assured us that isn't it, and that this isn't the way they'd hope to announce a new game. Quote, it did bother me a bit as we... It did bother me a bit as we as a team are so excited to tease a bit of our game and then this conspiracy comes. Uh, He continued, All I wanted to do is tease our game. Regarding our social media presence, we're a small team and not a big AAA studio. It's already hard work to work on a highly polished game for PlayStation 5, so we really can't spare the time to work on our social media presence full-time. Parentheses, while it is important. End quote. Of course, this is uh, a written interview that they did here. So, There's a couple different things happening. Yeah. The jump-off point for this, Tim, is like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for this Abandoned game, where Blessing slapped the Abandoned trailer and the PlayStation blog post into KFGD yesterday. And I was like, oh, a new PlayStation thing. Oh, you know, horror survival shooter. Went and looked at it, and I was like, oh. This could be all right, but this is a very boring ass trailer. This is I I got excited PlayStation exclusive. This was happening. You look at it like oh, okay, I don't know what this game is going to be all about. But then to see that yeah, this small team had this story run away from them. The narrative run away from them and then their big their big moment of like, "Hey, we're working on this great PlayStation 5 exclusive." Is then sullied by like no it's not a Kojima it's just us doing this oh god yeah no
0: I mean look this is rough from a lot of different angles like I feel like the more even said about it it just kind of makes it like oh less is more sometimes when it comes to putting out statements about how you feel about the whole thing and like I get this sucks for them but like, uh, yeah even like watching the trailer it's like I'm definitely interested in this type of uh next gen survival horror game or not even survival horror just like just whatever this looks like looks cool this trailer doesn't seem like it was ready to be put out. Doesn't seem like there's enough exciting information around it uh for it to be uh super relevant to the times right now. Yeah. Um and yeah, absolutely not for a second surprise that people think that thought that this was a Kojima project. This has Kojima written all over it with how weird and cryptic it is of it feeling like, uh, why are they putting this teaser out now when it looks like this? That's some Kojima shit. Like, oh blue box, all these like stuff that we don't know about. It's like, yeah, remember the bandage man?
1: Yeah, that, like, and that's what it is of course if you I, you know i cut out a lot of stuff from jordan's excellent reporting uh just for time but if you don't remember obviously yeah there was the whole thing of moby dick productions right when they were leading into metal gear solid five the Phantom pain and all these different things and rumors and the bandage guy and then it was a kojima they you know uh anagram right kevin is that it when they mixed mix up the letters to make a new yeah, word that's it you know that anagram his name was kojima or whatever and so like that was the thing of everybody's like same thing here they've only put out one game on steam early access and they don't update it anymore and they're just like no, we're just a small studio trying to do this. Like, we swear we're not doing this whole thing.
0: But, I mean, at some point, like, that has to be on somebody, though. Like, whether it's that team or PlayStation themselves, because, like, they they had to have known that the comparisons are going to be there, especially not even talking about just the Phantom Pain stuff, but moving on to PT, the next project, right? And, like, all the rumors and all the conversation and talk around uh, (sighs) Kojima's next project and will it be a, a... Kevin you okay was that
1: your death rattle <laughs> <laughs> No sorry I was just yawning and like <sighs> <sighs> and he just passes it, away well, cuz the how we gate find only out. caught like let so much of it through my bad guys I didn't mean to mess up your it's okay. You're fine you're fine you're fine yeah, that's I don't know. Personally, I man.
0: feel like it's kind of a, a misstep that someone along the line should have like pointed out and been like, hey, this is something that's going to come up because inevitably it is going to. And it did come up. I think that mistakes are mistakes. And I don't think that we need to point fingers and blame anybody for this. But uh, I'm not surprised that this happened at all. And Kojima being involved or not being involved. I I mean, if, if he was involved, I'd be more excited for this. But it, this doesn't lessen my excitement for what this game potentially could be.
1: I understand, especially being a small studio. And again, like I, you know, I've talked about this before, trying to take my own life and work into it, right? Of like, you know, I get putting out something and being proud of it. I I luckily get to do that multiple times a day, right? So if something doesn't go right with one of our things or a video doesn't hit the right way or a podcast isn't as good as I want it to be, it's not the end of the world because I get to do it again tomorrow. Whereas for game developers, you know, you work on something for years. You finally get your moment. We're on the PlayStation blog. You want to celebrate that and feel what that like and then to see it run away. The thing about this for the the abandoned team, I would tell them is I get how you're feeling right now, in two months, in whatever it's going to be, like w- when you get a little bit of distance, you're going to see this was the best thing that could have happened for your game. Hundred percent, we would not be talking about abandoned right now. Kind not of this funny much. Games, kind of funny games daily. It maybe when it, when you get a release date, you get put into the release dates. But totally. based on what happened yesterday on the PlayStation blog alone, I wouldn't be talking about this here. This is any publicity is good publicity, and being in this conversation and being compared to PT, you're already on a whole bunch of lists now in people's uh, mindshare that you weren't before. And again, not maybe the way you wanted to. You wanted people look at the PlayStation blog be like this game looks awesome I'm in and you had those comments but now you have way more people who are like oh is it this thing it's not but it still looks like it's in that vein which is cool absolutely man I mean
0: you know the marketing arm of games is one of the most important parts of them because that's how they get sold that's how people understand what the game is and if they want to play it or not and them getting this type of conversation around them again it's not at all about the quality of the game like people thinking it's a Kojima game that's a good thing (laughs) You know, so yep, like, definitely, like, there, I don't think there's any negative side to this uh, for them besides the fact that they're like, oh, no, hey, this isn't what you think it is. But you're <laughs> right. I think that that will be over within a couple of months.
1: Now, you might be saying, Greg, wait a second. You talked about a whole Kojima Xbox deal at the front. That's what you titled this. That's why I clicked on the thumbnail. Where's that news? For that news, we take the same story and we click over to Games Beat, where the one and only Jeffy Grub Grub uh, filed a very similar report talking about like all these things and this is the response and yada, yada, yada. But then he tosses this in here. But the biggest piece of evidence I have that Abandoned is not a Kojima joint is that Kojima is in talks with Microsoft about publishing his next game, according to a source familiar with the matter. And yes, that statue on Phil Spencer's shelf was referencing a potential deal with the legendary developer. I cannot confirm if Xbox closed the deal yet, but my understanding is that Kojima is the focus of a Microsoft plan to leverage Japanese talent. Megaton. Jesus. I mean, can you
0: imagine? That would be huge. And honestly, I'd fucking love it. I would want to of consume a game anywhere. Like I just and I, I think that him being funded correctly and his team being funded to just do the project, whatever that project ends up being, whether it's Xbox or PlayStation, like that's awesome. Like I, I would love it, especially because Xbox needs these wins. They need these games to, to sell this amazing ecosystem that they have and to finally silence the the criticism that we've had for so long of where's the games, where's the games. If we start seeing these games, that'd be huge, especially a game as big as a Kojima game.
1: 100%, right? And I think you nail it, of what we've talked about over and over again and what you're seeing from Xbox and Phil Spencer in this this generation you know what i mean and it is this we are building up a reason for you to buy an xbox and play a bunch of awesome exclusive games here and obviously the most telling example of that recently has been the bethesda or zenimax acquisition that includes all the bethesda studios and everything there uh but beyond that it is, beyond it is them you know continue to buy up different studios support different studios have them working on exclusives and yes uh you know uh, we're, i'm of course privileged to have both consoles and love gaming anywhere i can game so yeah i'm right there with you of I want anybody who can get a Kajim game to get a Kajim game. I want Kajim, whatever Hideo is working on, to be funded and be out there and have an audience for it. And I do really love the idea of it going to Xbox and giving that... Ecosystem, a reason to, and and even a reason for many of them, an introduction to Kojima and what it is, and you know, giving people a reason to take a second look, as you just talked about, at the services Xbox provides, whether it be Game Pass, whether it be the tiered systems of what you can play it on, and whether it's going to be on Game Pass and it'll be in the clouds, so you could just stream it to your phone or whatever it'll be by the time it comes out. Like, yeah, that is all awesome. That is what Xbox needs. Xbox needs reasons that you go and play Xbox. Exactly. I want to.
0: You know, so many people out there want to. So I think a Kojima game is one of the unicorns of gaming. Like that is one of the big pillar tent pole uh, games that even if we don't even have a game, we don't even know the franchise, we don't even have anything. It doesn't matter. A Kojima game is a big deal, and he's yeah. probably the yeah. only director of that level that like we look at and 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 speak of that way. Where it's like we don't think of oh, a Miyamoto game we think of, okay, there's going to be the next Mario or the next Mario Kart or the next, you know, Mario Kart's not uh, Miyamoto, but you get what I'm saying. Here. I understand right. what you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the you're next you're Star Fox franchises next,
1: this... versus auteurs.
0: Exactly, and it's just like there is the auteur factor of Kojima that is a rarity in video games, and there is a, a panache to it all and a, a level of quality expectation that even if it's not for you, that's Stranding, not for me, that doesn't mean I'm less excited for his next game. Yeah, Like, there's yeah. still an undeniable, Deniable quality to the experiences And a uniqueness to the experiences And I think that Xbox would Super benefit from that And I think that that would be very very exciting For the industry And I want to see more next gen games And I I like exclusive games Because it allows them to be built from the ground up And I know a lot of people don't agree with that That's my opinion, I enjoy that as a gamer That's the type of gamer I am I think that exclusives on specifically PlayStation and Xbox are, and, And Nintendo as well are given a different type of love and care to fit into the ecosystem of that platform itself. And that's what Xbox needs because it has all the ecosystem and it just needs these big shining stars. And with the Bethesda stuff and with everything they've been building with Hellblade 2 and all that, we could have a golden age of Xbox coming up.
1: Yeah, I mean, and to your point of what exclusives do right like i love the idea that if with kojima and you hope other people down the road here are big names because you want to talk about it, you're, who else can do st- something like this well you think about a todd howard you think about a neil druckman right but like well todd's at bethesda and you know what i mean like he's that's locked <laughs> in and then neil's at sony that's locked in kind of thing kojima being a free agent i think opens up this new idea a new success story a new path for other developers who have that and can break out and can go and can sit there and get into a bidding war between sony and place or uh sony and microsoft Absolutely. they got the money this. and then yeah you can go and do one hit for another which gets the other side even hungrier to give you more money to make a bigger game to expand your team to work on whatever it is that your next dream project is like that's awesome and i love to see that you see these publishers getting out there and funding those ideas right and like you think oh, about like kojima in particular right and you think about him at Konami, and you think about all the stories you've heard, whether it be from Jason Schreier or somewhere else, of him running into roadblock after roadblock, trying to get his vision out. And so the fact that he's un, unmoored now, right? He's a free agent. He can go play wherever he wants to play. That means that I'm assuming he's signing these contracts and they are like, cool, just make the game on time. Just get it to the, yeah. you know what I mean? Whatever you want it to be, fine, but get it to here. And that's awesome and that's powerful and that's good for the industry because I do want to see weird games. I do want to see visions of games. You know what I mean? We talk about, and you know, to sometimes a detriment, but uh, as an industry, we talk about games compared to movies all the time. And I think that's a whole different can, can of worms I'm not getting into, but I love the idea of, how film can have a crazy objective from film to film in terms of what it's trying to accomplish, what kind of market it's trying to reach all these different things. And I think obviously we have that in video games, but we don't have it to the breadth and scale that movies do. The industry does in terms of what you could put out and what the objective is and the person who's funding it understands that necessarily. And the bigger companies getting more and more involved with weirder and weirder ideas and game. I think the game directors get that way. Totally. And I mean, you know, and it's,
0: you t- you bring up movies and so much of that is a newer thing like for so long movies didn't have options of objectives because it was essentially either for theater distribution or the the home market and that was kind of it but then with the advent of streaming and netflix and all that it's like that totally changed we're seeing that in video games video games have always been so young compared to the other industries but have grown so much faster in, in you know, when you compare them and we, you know, video games only been around what 40 years, whatever that is. And it's like, we are now maturing so much quicker, hitting this point where with game pass funding games, allowing more people to play than ever for cheaper than ever, Mm -hmm. still getting Mm -hmm. that quality Mm -hmm. experience, all of this in a perfect world, obviously this has to still be a good game. That's the assumption I'm making going into this. Um, But yeah, you talking about uh, Hideo's company being independent, like that's so shocking to me. Like, I I know that Sony's in a very different place than Microsoft. Microsoft has the money to just throw around and acquire, 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 acquire. and Some of those things can mess up and they don't really care because they have so much money and there's just systems in place to keep making them money. Sony has that to a way lesser extent, right? I'm shocked that Sony hasn't acquired Kojima Productions and there has to be reasons for that. And what are the reasons? Is it purely financial or does Kojima not want that?
1: I think Kojima doesn't want that. I think 100%. I think he's he knows what it's like to have uh, the best of intentions with a, a publisher and a, a boss and then have it all go to hell and slowly lose control. And I think he's still too close to that. And again, even if you were to look at a, cool, Kojima, it's us, it's PlayStation. We want to be a part of that. Think what that conversation would have looked like when he founded Kojima Productions. It would have been Andrew House having that conversation with him, right? Andrew House, nowhere to be seen anymore. Like that's yeah. the thing is like company heads come and go. So if you're not in ch- leading your own charge, right? Like, it's, you know, it's again, similar to what we always talk about. How many times have you and you, me and Nick sat around and talked about kind of funny and being like, Boot, I don't know if I could ever have a boss again. <laughs> like, I don't even you know what I mean. Like we get to charter our own course and do it. And it comes with a lot of risk and a lot of stress and a whole bunch of other stuff that again, you look at somebody like uh, Tim Schafer and Double Fine who do basically 20 years independent, right? And then sell to Microsoft. Like there's definitely a point where you're like, you know what? We've done the independent mm-hmm. thing. We've done our own thing. I'm down to go and have somebody else worry about payroll and worry about HR, and we can just get back to making games.
0: Totally, I I love it, and I I think that it is the the best place for Kojima Games to be is independent right now in 2021, where we're at with totally. where PlayStation Five and the Xbox ecosystem is at, and the idea of Xbox funding a Kojima game is so exciting to me and it's it's outside of the realm of what i thought was actually possible and granted all this right now still kind of in that rumor phase still kind of we'll see where this actually goes how many rumors do we hear about kojima silent hill playstation exclusive blah 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 that's been years of talking about that so all of a sudden this coming up it's like what's really happening i i feel like we'll we won't have to wait too long
1: uh, Tim, to, I have breaking news from the chat for you. The Whoa. one and only Jeffy Grub Jeff Grub from GameSpeed, who wrote this uh, part here and broke this news, uh, puts in our chat, I'm e- I'm in e-learning with kiddo, but tidbit for you all, deal is with the lawyers at the moment. So oh, everybody can shit. run to Reset Era and say that they heard from Jeff, Gr- Jeff Grub on uh, Kind of Funny Games Daily, but it, that's where we're at right now. The deal is with the lawyers at the moment. So you that's won't have crazy. to wait too long on that. I know Xbox definitely getting ready for that E3. Uh, showcase yeah. whatever they're doing there. Let's see what happens. Can you imagine? Then. Can you imagine a Kojima announcement? Kojima coming out, Keanu
0: Reeves style. <laughs> or I guess Kojima style, like you did at the Sony conference a couple of years before, <laughs> which is just awesome. I love it, man. I love the competition between them. And I think it is so valuable to the industry. It's like we all just love video games. And I love when people are putting their best foot forward, of just like, yeah, we got this fucking banger to compete with your fucking bangers. We need more bangers in here, man.
1: Agreed. Timothy. Where are we at? 1030. I got you want a question. That's a little bit more like nebulous. or You want to get back to the news? Cause we got lots of news. We should probably no. keep going with the news. What do you want? I want to know the question though. I want to know the question. right writes topic. into patreon.com slash kinda funny games and says, Hey, kind of funny. Are people overly worried about Sony? With recent news being very positive towards Xbox, Bethesda acquisition, MLB the show going to Game Pass, and the recent Kojima rumors, people seem to be worrying about Sony and saying they need to do something big to strike back. But, from where I'm standing, Sony looks just as strong as they have in recent years, with God of War, Horizon sequels in the next year or so, and The Last of Us multiplayer, as well as sequels to Spider-Man and Ghost of Tsushima further down the line, plus new IP from Naughty Dog, Santa Monica, and who knows what else unannounced. I feel like Sony are going to be delivering hopefully great games over the next few years. So, should they really worry about Xbox or keep doing what they're doing? Sorry for waffling a bit, Reese. Timothy? I mean Robert Gettys the 1st. What do you think? I mean I just spent the
0: last 5 minutes talking about how competition is good and like I want to see the bangers back and forth, but yeah. I do
1: think there's another
0: side to it where it's like not everything needs a call and response. It's sure. like Xbox is is building what they're building right now because they don't have the games. They haven't had the games. That is just a fact when you compare them to Sony. Sony has had the games. Doesn't have the ecosystem, doesn't have a lot of things. We've talked a lot about that. Sony still has the games. We still mm-hmm. know these games are coming. We can think of all the different franchises and just add a two or a three or a subtitle, and we know that they're happening. Even if we don't officially know they're coming right now, we know we're gonna get a Spider-Man sequel, right? Yeah. And we know we're gonna get it, soon enough the next three years right what so it's like you
1: fucking norman osborne we're gonna find out
0: totally find right out. and it's just yeah. like okay ragnarok might get uh delayed probably will be definitely delayed, gets but, it, but it is happening we know the yeah. next god of war is happening we know the sequel to one of the best reviewed video games of all time is happening right plus horizon plus all the ip keep going in addition to we know there's new projects coming we know there are new exclusive playstation games um coming the project Athia, which got renamed right that's exclusive to playstation yeah that's the one that
1: gary worked on or whatever yeah 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 right i forget the new name of ton, it but yeah
0: ton of exclusive playstation games uh coming so it's just like yeah we are we already know that so it's like them needing to say something big to strike back it's just kind of like spoken forespoken yeah, yeah, yeah. you
1: could have put me in a room for 500 I years i would have never yeah. come up with any
0: forespoken no offense yeah. gary I think it looks super rad. I'm, I'm very stoked on that game. And it's just like that's there's so many other things as well. that There's always the things we don't know that are going to be saved for E3 announcements, state of plays, or whatever. But the Xbox side, they're kicking ass with all these uh, the different programs they have and the Enhance for X, which has turned into just the patches on Series X with all the, the boosted frame rates and all that stuff. All this shit's great. You still need the games. The games are coming yeah. with the Bethesda deals. The games are coming with all this. This is just the best case scenario for everyone.
1: The thing about it, I think, uh, you know, your question of like, should people worry or yada, yada, yada? I think it's the question was put not that it's bad by you. You're talking about people's reactions. A more succinct way is what happened on PS I Love You this week. After we talked about Ratchet and Clank, we talked about the show. A Reader wrote in and their question was, when's PlayStation going to get their own big W? And I think that's a better lens to look at all this through where it's like everything you just laid out, right, Reese? Bethesda acquisition, show going to Game Pass, Hideo Kojima probably being real as we talk about uh, Jeff Grubb over here with his confirmations and lawyers and things, right? We can sit here then and turn to PlayStation to talk about Horizon Forbidden West, the Spider-Man 2 eventually, uh, Ragnarok, you know what I mean? Uh, Returnal if you want to throw that out there. The thing is that it's very much the Joker Dark Knight thing, right? Where that nobody bats an eye when it all goes according to the plan. That's the plan Mm -hmm. for PlayStation. We've known that for years, let alone coming off the PlayStation 4 generation, which was banger after banger after banger after banger from the first party. You know, exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. To suddenly see Xbox coming out here, and Xbox so far, right, I would say the last generation into this generation, all going according to plan for them is... Game Pass is amazing. We're doing this cool thing that's pro-gamer, 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 right? But then to get here now and have them get hungry and, and fight where it is, guess what? We have Bethesda. We have all their studios. Guess what? The show is coming here, and it's on Game Pass. Guess what? We're trying to get Kojima over here. These seem like haymakers, which is why it's getting people spun more up. And the worry about PlayStation and whatever is the same worry I've and I say worry the same conversation about concern that I would have been I was talking about last generation which is just like Xbox is building this foundation of amazing services and what happens when they start fucking firing on all cylinders for games and you see them right now loading the clip. Every one of these acquisitions is a bullet in the chamber, right? That they're getting ready to eventually pull the trigger and fire on. And so if it is suddenly that when we, when, you know, Phil does come out and he's like, cool, here's how it looks. Starfield is exclusive. It comes next year and that kicks, or I guess Halo Infinite kicks it off and we have just first party after first party Xbox studio giving out exclusives that are coming to Game Pass that are part of Game Pass. So you just buy the fucking machine and pay $15 a month and you have awesome fucking games. That's when you get into it. And so the whole thing of, should we, you know, are we overly worried about Sony? It's not worry, I don't feel. And speaking as, a, you know, somebody who covers PlayStation, it's more the concern of, I feel like they are setting, it's like a giant game of mousetrap. And there's, Xbox is setting up all the things. And once they click the ball and it starts rolling and the, you know, the 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 net drops and the shoe kicks and the egg, you know, like it'll be too late for PlayStation to respond. And, but do they need to if they're still just doing the same thing they've always done?
0: That's my thing. I mean, what you just said, uh, I, I, I think you really nailed everything uh and I just like the sparks yeah like that master. that was it was fantastic uh it just reminds me of like really what this all means and it is the expectation of press conferences let's just use an e3 press conference microsoft versus sony there's a, what are the expectations going into those conferences and the expectations of what is even possible to be there. What do we, when we do our predictions every year, mm-hmm. like those predictions come from somewhere and sometimes we joke and come up with like outlandish, crazy stuff, but like the majority of them are kind of like based on what they've done in the past, based on what we know teams are doing and X, Y, and Z. And for so many years, PlayStation has been extremely exciting because the proof has been in the pudding and they have these titles that they put out. There's an expectation of quality so that we know, and we're just at a point that we just expect that from them. Yep. So when they don't bring that stuff then it's a letdown because we expect them to have all these, this crazy library of first party titles. Xbox has been different where if they have something cool, it's a surprise that's nice, right? And now what you're talking about is once this mousetrap things, there's expectations for Xbox press conferences. And the big question I have is, is there, is that yet? Or are we still doing the thing where we're kicking it down the line? Are we still gonna be like, well, next year's next, Microsoft The next agree? press conference. Because right now, goes. you know, they're acquiring and like they they just got the team. So they're not, they haven't done anything yet. It's like, at some point, it's like we need to start seeing these games coming out. You're saying right?
1: that you're saying the thing and, I'm, and I'll say it right here is that this, the E3 press conference for Xbox will be the one. This will be the one where it is. This like, will be the one. The, this will be the one and it's Halo the one. and it's Starfield and it's this and yeah. I bet you we can find a clip of one oh, of the yeah. two of us. Saying Oh, that yeah. <laughs> every year for the last
0: like six years you know what i mean totally um, totally but but i'm with you greg i do think that, that. more so than ever this is gonna be the one <laughs> and we'll that's awesome. wait and
1: see We'll have to wait and see ladies and gentlemen. Uh, number two on the Roper Report. Sad news, but understandable, and it's cool. Whatever. Take the time you need. Deathloop has been delayed. Uh, today, Arcane put up a video and this statement. We've made the decision to delay the launch of Deathloop to September 14th, 2021. We are committed to quality and preserving our team's ambitions for Deathloop while ensuring the health and safety of everyone at Arcane. We'll be using this extra time to accomplish our goal. Create a fun, stylish, and mind-bending player experience. We apologize for the extended wait and thank you all for your passion and excitement. It is the fuel that powers our creativity and our hard work. We can't wait to show you more Deathloop soon. For a little bit of context, I want to hop over to gamesindustry.biz, where Brendan Sinclair wrote about that, and then added this in. Deathloop had originally been slated for release in 2020, but was delayed last August, with Arcane attributing the slide to difficulty adjusting to working from home in the pandemic. As the COVID-19 pandemic enters its second year, 2021 has seen a spate of high-profile game delays. In addition to Deathloop, this year alone has already seen delays for... Riders Republic, New World, Gran Turismo 7, The Analog Pocket, The Next Need for Speed, The Prince of Persia Remake, Kerbal Space Program 2, Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines 2, Outriders, and Warner Brothers Interactive's in- entire announced 2021 slate, Hogwarts Legacy, Gotham Knights: Back for Blood, and Star Wars: The Rise, no, the Skywalker Saga. Tim, yeah. when you lay it out like that, holy shit. <laughs> you know, I,
0: I, I've been saying this a lot in the show, and usually it's been with Bless, but, like, shout out to Resident Evil Village. If this mm-hmm. fucking game actually comes out, I'm going to be shocked, but I believe it. I believe it at this point. Like, Capcom have been delivering hits, and Monster Hunter Rise, mega hit with the fans for it, like, continuing that, that positivity streak, and I think we're actually going to get a triple a video game coming out in 2021 that's exciting and then i also believe june 11th we're gonna get or june 10th whatever uh 11th ration clank uh yep. apart which is extremely exciting you know uh all of this unfortunate it's the world we live in right now and this sucks i'm very excited for death loop i hope they don't overdo the the trailers that's the one thing yeah. is yeah, yeah, yeah. all these delays just stretch out that hype cycle just that one little bit extra that i'm like ah like, we're going to get tired of this if we aren't already, you know. Um, that's the the problem with these delays. But we all need to understand it. We're in this together. Um, and you, we're got, we are got to get used to seeing these little Twitter images because they're going to continue to happen. Um, but hopefully, then, we're kind of hitting the end of it. Hopefully, this is this this series of games. I don't think like, you are, man.
1: I don't think we're out mean, of the
0: woods. But, I mean, the, here's the thing. There's yep. so few games with release dates to push back
1: at this point. Sure. Is what I'm saying. It's like, I mean, we're... Corey, just get off your high horse and say God of War Ragnarok's delayed. What are you waiting for? We know it's not coming this year. We knew it was never coming this year. Get out of here, Corey Barlog. You know what I mean? You, yeah, yeah. But scamp, I mean, even then, rascal.
0: Sure, that's a year, and like it's probably going to get pushed to 2022. But like, I, I feel like we could probably count on one hand if even games with release dates this year that haven't already been delayed sure. of consequence. of any type of consequence.
1: It's just interesting to see this play out because I remember last year when we all moved to the work from home setups, it was that thing of like, oh, my God, are we going to see a lot of delays? And we saw some, obviously, things like uh, Last of Us and Ghost, which w- were attributed, at, at least in some part, to supply supply chain and actually the you know ep- economics of moving games out. But it seemed like we got out relatively unscathed, right? But there was that conversation of, really, it's going to be next year. Really, it's going to be 2021 where you'll see it. And you see Brent Sinclair's laundry list here. And I think it's so important to take that in. I also like this. Uh, Mike Futter, industry man about town, author of a million different books and articles, and has worked just about everywhere, uh, tweeted this today. Uh, COVID has caused a wave of project delays, not because of working from home, but because of working under quarantine. Those are diff- Those are different things, and it's important we don't conflate the two. It's a good point, I think, of like the way this conversation gets lumped together, where it is the idea that it's not working from home that's doing it; it is working from home during a quarantine, and it is the forced nature of all this, and it was the light switcher. I will do it for two weeks. Oh my God, it's going on like you look at all these different, and that, let alone indies that I think are in a different ball game that have been using a work from home spread out across the entire globe for so much longer than you see big triple-a things like you'd think an arcane that have to do it from a different way but jordan lee rowan writes into patreon.com kind of funny games and says is 2021 doomed to be the year of the backlog i mean if it is then
0: shout out to xbox right they've been preparing for this with all the backwards compatibility and all the 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 best way to play old games is on xbox it's on game pass it's on all these different places whether you're pc or xbox microsoft's owning that that's awesome i i I don't think that's a bad thing there's so many great games coming out and uh you know the worst part about it is we have these some of us have shiny new consoles and there's not many new shiny new things to play on them uh but there's not nothing there are games coming out there are cool like things like outriders like, I think because of all this stuff, have a better chance at really kind of turning into something special
1: for Dude, a community. Like that, that's the thing. Is, is 2020 doomed to be the year of the backlog? I don't like that because it makes it sound like your backlog sucks. I've actually enjoyed playing old things with Blessing on PS I Love You, catching up on different things, it, getting around. Old games not are fe- old, Greg. I know, my jokes. I fuck with you. I fuck with you. (laughs) Uh, You know what I mean? But it is that idea of even being able to jump around and put more time into games that I wouldn't be able to, I think, normally do. Where if I had that, oh my God, I've reviewed, I finished reviewing Outriders. I need to move on to the next thing. I need to move on to the next thing. So, I don't like that, but I do like what you're talking about, which I think, and I mentioned this on the Gamescast. Sorry, I hope, I'm hope i glad to see you recovered from getting bit in the eye by both snakes stepping on the rock. It was rock my eye. Cool gri- it was, yeah, both eyes. Shit, and then Kugel cool dropped a box of knives that on weird. you, too. Uh, yeah. But it's you know one of the things we talked about there for Outriders was that I think Outriders is the new dying light. We remember when Dying Light dropped in that first half of the year, we were like, "Oh my God, what a great thing!" And it's showing that you know those kind of games, the uh, you know early year games, are going to be profitable in a way people didn't think because before that there really weren't people putting games out in January, February, or March, right? And now you look at Outriders, right? And granted, it has the Game Pass hype as well, but it is a game that everybody's into and most people are into it. Saying, "Yeah, it's a really fun game. Story sucks," and it, I'll probably be done in two weeks with it. I'll it never, you know, but I'm really enjoying it right now, and it's like. You have a chance, I think, Jordan, to see more of that, especially when you look at something like Returnal right now from Housemark, you know, a company mm-hmm. I adore and trust, and it's one of those that I've looked at, it, and I, every time I look at Returnal, I'm like, I think I'm going, I can't. It, it's got the arcade gameplay, but I don't eh. like. I think it's going to be what do you have to lose? You're going to if Returnal is an eight, people are going to jump in and be like, holy shit, this is great, something new to play, and it'll be the talk of the town for a while. Like I think you yeah. have the chance for those success stories because there's more oxygen right now.
0: And, but even with that, it's interesting you bring up the, you know, early spring, that January, February, March thing. It's April. Like, we are further in the year than it feels like. Like, it still does. And I think it's because of game releases and even just game news and everything has felt so light. But we are so close to May, which means we're so close to June. And when you start adding game release dates, when you start, exactly, E3, but uh, even before that, like, there are game releases of consequence. We are getting Ratchet. We are getting Mass Effect. We are getting uh, Resident Evil. We're getting Final Fantasy VII Intergrade. Uh, like all this stuff, there's like there are games coming out that are are, are exciting. And the ones I just named, I don't think are going to get delayed. So there is stuff there to to be played. And, and the bigger question for me is, what does the summer and fall start looking like? Like, are we going to these all these delays of the games that we talked about that are kind of pushed into the second half of the year? Is at the end of the delays or are there going to be more
1: delays that bring it into the following year
0: yeah and still what the hell's nintendo doing we'll have
1: to see cd3 apparently right Mm -hmm. uh i'll tell you what i can't wait to see tim it's people go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where of course they can support the show they can write into the show they can get the show with the exclusive post show but most important for right now you could go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and get the show ad free, but you're not there. So let me tell you about our sponsors. We'll start with honey. We all shop online and. We've all seen the promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free online shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech giants and gaming products to popular fashion brands, even food delivery. Imagine you're shopping on your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a A few seconds as... Click the Honey button. Uh, Wait a few seconds as Honey searches the coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Uh, let me read this. Uh, kind of funny. Loves honey. Tim Guinness himself has been using... Why is Tim in this ad? I talk about honey every time. I tell you it's right here and I tap my screen. I go, there it is. Honey, I see it right there. What's trending right now? Booking.com, Marriott, eBay, Sam's Club. I have what? I have a honey gold balance of uh, 789 honey coins. When I get to with a certain threshold, I get to go return those and I get an Amazon gift card. That's how I spend it. That's what I do with it. Honey is perfect. It's a great thing. It installs in any browser you should be using it honey has found it's over 17 million members over two billion dollars in savings if you don't already have honey you could be straight up missing out on free savings it's literally free and installs in a few seconds and by getting it you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast we never recommend something we don't use and tim and i both use honey right tim honey 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 click the honey button i don't think that's their catchphrase get honey i love honey i've
0: saved thousands of dollars using honey over the years it is seriously one of the best (laughs) things i can't believe people don't have it installed
1: there's I and mean, this is there's no downside to it, honestly. Just do it. You don't even have to, if you don't want the honey coins, which would be stupid because you get free whatever. Get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash games. That's joinhoney.com slash games. And our next sponsor is Fixture Gaming. We wanted to talk about a special, kind of funny best friend today. Have you ever used your Nintendo Switch for a long, long time, and afterwards, your wrists and shoulders were sore? Turns out the Nintendo Switch isn't the most ergonomic. Uh, Something you, I'm sorry, sometimes you just want to use a pro controller and still play on the go. Our friend Austin Stark had an idea to fix that the fixture s1 we met Austin a while back at the San Francisco meet and greet when you could still do those kind of things and he showed us the fixture s1 known as the switch fix at the time and we were blown away by how comfortable and sturdy it was since then we use the switch the fixture s1 pretty regularly uh you just slide in your Nintendo switch and attach your pro controller and you can take your switch and pro controller with you anywhere again this is something I uh, when Austin gave me mine at the meet and greet in San Francisco I immediately started talking about it on the games cast and if you see me traveling i'm always with it that's the one i have and i guess when you know when you could travel but it's the one you cl- cl- click on and you're right there and it's right it's i literally plane rides fly by because i'm able to sit there and use the real controller and go now here's the thing though greg
0: it's like um, i'm right there with you i love this thing i'm the exact same way and i've always thought about it as my plane ride thing but i haven't been on a plane for over a year totally. i've been using the hell out of it just even in my bed playing Uh-oh. hades like yeah. it's been my my hades go to just have my sure. pro controller had the switch I love how adjustable it is, so I can like the to get the balance right. A lot of these things, the balance is off of like how heavy the switch itself is, but you can put it over on top of it, and it's just great. Having a good time. Highly recommend it.
1: You can also use it as a stand for the Switch. This Fixture S1 comes in two colors, gray and red slash blue. It has completely changed the way we play our Nintendo Switches, and we're thrilled to announce that this Fixture S1 is on sale this week for 20% off on the Fixture Gaming website. If you want to check it out, please go to www.fixturegaming.com. Thanks again to Austin and the Fixture Gaming team for sponsoring this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily. Back to the show. Number three on the Roper Report, Outriders is giving out a free Legendary and a bunch of different fixes and also some nerfs. We go to Paul Tassi over at Forbes. Outriders has just released a grand overview of its first major patch due out sometime next week, though they did not give a specific date for it. There are three main parts to it. Fixes for endless crashes and connection issues, rewards for players dealing with those issues, and a surprising amount of nerfs for a game barely a week old. Here are the patch notes, and I'm obviously going to paraphrase. You can go read Paul's extensive report over at Forbes. If you are like me and you like these games as a service, you should be following uh, Paul uh, Paul Tassi on uh, Twitter. He has a whole bunch of stuff. He has a newsletter where he sends out all the like the updates every day of what's been going on. It's great stuff. We're going to start, though, with crashes, connectivity, and inventory wipes. People Can Fly believes that they will be able to fix most of the major crashes happening across all platforms of the game in next week's patch. Uh, the one that is most pressing for me, this is Paul, uh, the inventory crash on Xbox in the Expedition Camp is not listed, but hopefully it is going to be fixed at the same All the same. Uh, There will be improvements to matchmaking and connectivity in time, and they've already seen improvements since the rockiest first 48 hours. Those who had a bug where their inventory was wiped should be able to get it restored, though not their blue items and the stats on the gear they had may change. Uh, It will not replace the current inventory, only add to it. Then free stuff. Because things have gone a bit... Sadly, uh, during launch, here with all the technical issues, anyone who's played during the time period, launched through April eleventh, will be eligible for a free in-game package that will include a level-appropriate legendary weapon, a level-appropriate amount of titanium. The emote frustration. It's not clear the timing of. It's not clear if the timing of this will coincide with next week's patch, or if it could be sooner or later. Then they talk about nerfs. Uh, People Can Fly has already started swinging the nerf hammer, as they did a bit during the demo. And a lot of popular bills and classes are being hit. In short, even in just a week of play, they already believe some builds are overperforming and some new loot sources are too generous. I don't want to read through this entire one. Uh, this would be one I'd send you over to Paul, but he talks about the fact that you can no longer for loot you can no longer you can no longer repeat the hunt slash collector slash assassination quest for legendaries. Uh, people are getting too many out of that, and then he has a breakdown of all the different characters that are getting stuff. Trickster, the base cooldown of Twisted Rounds is increased to 25 seconds. It was 16 before. That fucking sucks. That's what I use. That's my build i hate it there's a bunch (laughs) of other stuff going on here as well uh anyway that's the this is paul again anyway that's the roundup the patch drops next week so major issues will be fixed then it seems cool very cool uh you know right after this on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games we are playing uh more outriders me blessing and snow bicycle michael uh i'm having a great time with it uh i'm glad to see they're being this responsive to it and i'm glad they're giving me something for free i want these legendaries you know very cool man
0: I'm rooting for Outriders. I think it's awesome that it's yeah. like as enjoyable as it is.
1: Totally, and that's and you know again, people can fly. I think are doing a textbook. This is what every other games of service, even though they're not a games of service, but online game in general should do. Where hey, guess what? They are over communicating everything. Their Twitter feed is so alive with all weekend long. While things were getting reset and redone and all this other stuff, they were in there. They were talking, and I saw the reactions to it are what you'd expect and want for the most part of people. Thank you for telling us. That's all. Uh, it's what I always talk about. Be transparent, explain what's going on and then go and do it. Don't leave people hanging for three hours, not understanding why they can't log in. Go yep. do it. Uh, number four on the Roper report here. We have some resident evil event details for what you. What a day. Brace yourselves for the next resident evil showcase, which goes live on April 15th at 3 PM Pacific time. Once again, hosted by Brittany Brombacher aka at blonde nerd aka friend of the show from what's good games watch the teaser below for more info and join the Resident Evil reverse open beta test while you can Tim are you pumped for more Resident Evil on the 15th
0: very very much so and I will say that they are not doing themselves any favors in the hype department uh in terms of overhyping because they when they announced this event before this they straight up said like And and a couple surprises, and then they're still doubling down on this surprise conversation. Like, people expect things from surprises. Uh, Things like remakes of Resident Evil 4. Things like that are big deals that aren't just reverse and and things like that. Uh, Regardless, I'm excited for Village. I'm excited for whatever it is. If it's a second demo or just more details on this game coming out next month. Uh, Cool. Down for the ride no matter what. But very much hoping we see some, like, oh,
1: shit stuff. You say, oh shit stuff, we go to IGN.com where Joe Scrabbles writes, Those surprises could include the promised second demo for Resident Evil Village, which will be multi-platform. MP1st reports that files for a new demo have been uploaded to PlayStation Network's backend, calling it a gameplay demo, presumably to differentiate from the previous Maiden demo, which was more of an interactive experience with no combat included. MP First reports that the files are around 10 gigabytes in size and includes Vita remote play controls, it lives, uh, which suggests <laughs> it can be played on PS4, PS5, or Vita. The Maiden demo was released alongside the last showcase, so it feels likely that Capcom will repeat the trick. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty
0: sure they already even confirmed that there was going to be a second demo coming out.
1: They did, it's just they never confirmed when. That's what the, the news would be here. Yeah, yeah, it yeah interesting i mean i
0: remember the the and this is a kind of funny you're wrong thing but i remember last week when they announced this like they did phrase it in a way that was like we're going to be giving updates and stuff on resident evil village we're going to give uh reverse stuff and some surprises and so it's like i hope the surprises are not about (laughs) village or reverse like they are they should be about something else
1: excellent i don't know i'm excited i I didn't watch the last one because i'm already in i don't need to see anything you know what i mean mm -hmm. I like to see Brit kill it. Congratulations, Britt. But like, like, I guess more like, I don't know. I didn't play cool. the demo. Everybody said it was great. I'm like, I don't need it I I don't want to play it when I get there. It was there. fun. I enjoyed right. it. Love the,
0: the world. The atmosphere is fantastic. Very Devil May Cry 1. Gothic.
1: Gothic. Uh, Number five on the Roper Report. Streets of Rage 4 is getting DLC. Uh, Kevin, I dropped the trailer in there if you want to click on that and show that. Uh, Here's the official tweets that read it all out, though. Streets of Rage 4 DLC Mr. X Nightmare is coming later this year. Includes a new gameplay mode, new moves and weapons, new playable characters, including Estelle Aguirre, new tracks by Tealope. Tele, telepo- T-Lopes te- dude T-Lopes one of the music?
0: dopest music producers Of all fucking time He did the soundtrack for Sonic Mania Go check out T-Lopes Certified slaps all the time That's all he does
1: Alright uh, the new patch will also be along <laughs> least Alongside the DLC that will give you new character palettes uh, Training and tutorial mode uh, Mania plus difficulty mode And gameplay tweaks We will share more details on both Mr. X Nightmare And the free patch later Stay tuned are cool.
0: you excited? Uh, I'm excited about listening to the soundtrack of this, for sure. Okay. Did you not play I didn't play Streets of Rage 4, no. Gotcha. These side-scroll beat-em-up, beat-em-up type games, like I obviously have nostalgia for them, but sure. they're, playing them, I, I get kind of bored of them fairly quickly. Um, I'm excited about the Shredder's Revenge coming out, the Ninja Turtles game, but I do have the worry that uh, it's going to feel very samey over and over and over just kind of doing the same button mashy type stuff there's a fun to that how long does that fun last I don't know but not enough to bring me into Streets of Rage which has never really been my franchise
1: sure well I'm excited for people to play it who are into it the problem is later this year is still so far away Tim if I want to know what came to the mom and grop shops where would I go
0: the official list of upcoming software requests each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday
1: yeah yeah wow kevin okay fine fuck me i guess yeah uh, out today <laughs> scarlet hood and the wicked wood is on pc and mac what the dub is on ps4 xbox one dub? switch pc and mac we're playing that tomorrow on stream come hang out with us and snowmike mike you've seen this one yet tim Mm-mm. it's like uh it's like jackbox I where they show it. these uh they show these clips they have these clips of movies that are obviously like you know license free and then you decide you write the dialogue and then they love play it. the dialogue and you see who's the love funny. it Potion Party PS4 Switch and PC. Before your eyes on PC. Cozy Grove PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC and Mac. A game I am still playing every night right now. It's that's that one I talked about that's the Animal Crossing but you're go, you're taking care of ghosts on the island. It's fun. Uh, Before your eyes on PC. I already said that, but it's here twice. Viking Vengeance on PC. First Class Trouble on PC. Always, sometimes monsters on Switch. Island on Switch. Sakura in Gameland on Switch. Uh, Super Foulist Two on Switch. Legends of Talia Arcadia on Switch. Delicious Pretty Girls Mahjong Solitaire on Switch. Jesus. Don't give up. A cynical tale on Switch. Pixel Game Maker series. Osea Berry. Horio Howland Slash on Switch. Uh Graviteer on Switch. Astro Aqua Kitty on Switch. Spellbreak chapter two launches today. Classified stories the tome of Micra Myra Myrica is on Switch or Steam today. All players who jump into GTA Online this week can expand their vehicle collection with a sports car uh, simply by heading to Southern San Andreas Super Autos while also channeling their inner jock Crankly with his gold, silver, pink, and black suits all free at login. Video games. <laughs> Video games. Uh, season 2 of the Epic Game Store exclusive 3 out of 10 launches for free today. Uh, now available on all platforms is PUBG Update 11.1, which reintroduces Paramo, the popular 3x3 map set in the highlands of South America. The update also marks the start of a new rank season introduces new emergency pickup items and expands uh, the Master Metal system. Uh, I already did this one. Uh, Borderlands 3 Director's Cut DLC is out today. And then Amazon Luna, uh, starting today, we're enabling a new 720p option, allowing for decreased bandwidth and data usage by streaming at a lower resolution. With this setting, customers that have data cap limitations from their internet service providers can play at a lower resolution without sacrificing gameplay performance. Brad. We did, cool that. we did a stream yesterday. We did a sponsored stream yesterday with Amazon Luna. This obviously is just news, not sponsored. Uh, you can check it out. U- YouTube.com slash uh, kind of funny plays. You go there. You see me and Mike play in it for a while. You get t- I put on a clinic in Luminous, if I do say so myself. Kevin, how Love good was Lumines it yesterday? Man, Top I can't believe you're not into Luminous. That seems like a puzzle game you didn't, uh, you know? Yeah, we'll yeah, talk about it, it later. N- it did nothing for me. In fact, I understand. Music that. and rhythm is not Kevin's favorite. new dates as we approach the end of mayhem season respawn entertainment has announced apex legends war games a new event featuring never before seen playlist modifiers a new rewards track and a new set of challenges get a first look at the game modes uh, and all the content up for grabs when war games launches on tuesday the 13th of april cool um yeah and that's where i want to call out death comes for us who put in your wrong miss news the apex legends uh, you can't fucking try to get me before the show's over with this all right you know i talk about dates when dates come up that's where it goes you're banned uh publisher and co-developer uh oh this is the thing i put in but it was going to be streets of rage but we already did that don't worry about it we got it we're done it's done got it nailed it so proud of you greg thank you i'm very proud of myself tim Let's squad up. This is where a kind of funny best friend writes into Patreon.com/slash/kindoffunnygames, giving us their name, username, platform of choice, and why they need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody plays games together. Today, Elliot needs help on Xbox. Elliot's Xbox username is Relseli66. R e l l s e l i s 66. Sorry, R e l l s -S 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 e l i 66. I'm currently. Thirteen, twelve, in and Destiny 2. Between this and Destiny 1, I have played for over 1,000 hours. I have never completed a raid or a dungeon. Wow. I'm looking for a kind of funny best friend, Destiny Clan, that I can join and will allow me to squad up with people on Discord and complete this type of content. I'm not looking to grind for hours and hours, but I do want to experience everything this game has to offer. If you want to grind out, or not grind, but just do d- dungeons and uh, 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 raids with Elliot, Elliot, on xbox hit him up r-e-l-l-s-e-l-i-6-6 you think that's something You think he gets that that a lot or is he sick of it
0: i i don't know i mean i I think it was before we were live that we were talking about how uh people of a certain generation just don't even know the thong song by cisco yeah embarrassing little sister doesn't fucking know the song that's crazy and i think that et might be one of those things ET, but like i would not be shocked if blessing didn't know the name of the kid in et
1: we have people watching live. Wait, you think so? Kevin? You're gonna drag him in here. You, to drag you have God
0: here? powers. Drag his bitch ass in here. Like,
1: yes. Hey Ladies blood. and gentlemen, it's you. the future class of video games blessing. at Junior <laughs> blessing. How are you? I'm doing good. I was mid conversation with Snowbank Mike. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, can do whatever hilarious. we want in the Discord. It's, cr- it's yeah, scary and true. creepy Not and you that know. Was you just know. terrifying. Just some yeah, of us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just letting you know. Uh, we have a question for you, all right? What's you need up? to clear your mind. Okay. What is the name? Of the in what's the character's name? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking for the main character in E.T., not the alien, the boy that's always with E.T. What's his name? Oh man. Uh <laughs> the main kid, right? Uh yeah. he was it was the same actor from Home Alone, right? The same. Kevin, Macaulay send him Coulkin? back. Send him Macaulay back. Colkin? No, Is that the, that no we family. want the we want the character now. He's gone. He's
0: gone. He's <laughs> gone. He's, gone. he's <laughs> gone. gone now. He's gone. I love it. Hey, hey, to be fair though, to be fair, Greg. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking about it. And if I'm being honest with myself, if you would ask me what the kid's name is from E.T., I don't know that I would have got Elliot. Yeah, I don't, I don't I think mean, I would have. Yeah, you, know. you say yeah, the moment yeah. you said Elliot, I knew. But it's just like, I don't think it was in my mind. That wasn't stored in here.
1: Here's what I'll say, too, is like, I only know it from the references of pop culture and stuff. Like, I've watched, obviously, E.T., but E.T. sucks. You know what I mean? The movie's mm. dumb. So don't worry about Elliot. No, it's not Eww, Eww. Macaulay Culkin being E.T.'s friend is my favorite, favorite <laughs> thing, though. Should have been, you know what I mean. If there's yeah. injustice in this world, uh, we ask people watching live on Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games to go to kindoffunny.com/slash You're Wrong uh, to tell us what we screwed up as we screw it up. Uh, nanobiologist writes in for the second time this week and says, "Hey Greg, should I email you about this? I shouldn't be a Patreon producer this month. No, your name's on the list and we're not changing it. So for writing into You're Wrong so much and being a great Kind of Funny best friend, you get honorary Patreon producer this month. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Just fucking take a victory lap and accept it. All right. You know, you, all you best friends don't have to be so honest all the time. We, I didn't pay you for this. Nah, I just. I can take it. <laughs> um, Lord of Pone confirms that Forspoken For, is a console exclusive coming to PlayStation Five and PC. Oh my goodness! Uh, that's not no. Oh hold on, maybe there was something there. Take take. You got it. <laughs> has fucking
0: thoughts about ET. <laughs> it's hilarious. Thoughts? So many people are like, it's not that good. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, they're just trying to. <laughs> gook, I told you, right? it's not a good movie. It's Elliot, a great movie. Know? It's just been a Elliot.
1: lot of better stuff that came out, you know. <laughs> know since.
0: ET is crap. Wow.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I mean, it's like bold. (laughs) It's a bold (laughs) statement, but you'll do it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's this episode of Kinda Funny Games Daily. Like I said, right after this, we are going to be playing some Outriders on twitch.tv slash kinda funny games. If you're not watching live and can't stick or or can't stick around, you can get it later. YouTube.com slash kinda funny plays. I want you to know that's a brand new YouTube channel. It would mean a lot if you went and subscribed and liked and shared over there. All the daily archives of the Twitch streams go up. Uh, If you're an audio listener and you're just bopping around getting ready to go about your day or whatever, uh, let me tell you about tomorrow. It'll be me and Blessing hosting uh, Kinda Funny games daily to take you out for the week. Right now though, we gotta go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and do our post show. Tim, you got something to say? You're over there giggling as you read the chat. I, I just I just
0: love how many people hate E.T. Like I'm not like just, an et stand Like I'm not here defending it. I just like I didn't know that it was something that people really don't fuck with. Here's what I'm it's gonna put up the poll of, on It's this a lot of these like E.T. sucks, kids right?
1: where they're like, oh you know what? I I my like older siblings watched it once and I saw the alien kind of looked like a wiener and it made me uncomfortable. Yeah, I know. That's usually how they get you. Where did polls go? <laughs> oh, there. That's too small. Hold on. So I'm saying ET sucks, right? Yes? No. And I'll let it go one day so we can see what happens tomorrow on Kind of Funny Games Daily. For now, we got to post you to do patreon.com slash games, But until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.